This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Let's talk about myths, baby. And I'm your host, Liv, here with another fun and fascinating bonus episode dedicated to the new Q Code podcast, Cupid. I have teamed up with the awesome people at Q Code to bring you all the bonus mythology content that you could want. So, like last week, if you're a listener of my podcast, I highly recommend you listen to the new podcast, Cupid. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. It's a rom-com featuring Cupid and the other Olympians, and honestly, what else could you ask for? And if you're a listener of Cupid, here for the mythological bonus content, hi, welcome, thanks for stopping by. This podcast is here for everything you could ever want to know about Greek mythology, and then some. 400 episodes in, and frankly, I've covered just a few myths. Also, I'm really sarcastic. Have you caught that? 
I have covered absolutely endless stories from Greek mythology, have talked to scholars and authors about the intricacies of the ancient world, and so much more. If you are interested in listening to more of the podcast, but feeling a little daunted by 400 episodes, I don't blame you, which is why I've created a Spotify playlist featuring episodes that tie in to the characters and concepts introduced by Cupid. Find that in this episode's description. And now that that's out of the way, let's get into the mythology of Q-Code's Cupid. This is the bonus Cupid After Show. Cupid sure does love getting into trouble. Last week, we talked about the characters and mythology introduced in the first two episodes of Q-Code's Cupid. Cupid himself, Eros in the Greek, his parents Aphrodite and Ares, his aunt Demeter, and his uncle Dionysus, plus some fun little bits and pieces about myth introduced by these two episodes. But episode two also introduced so many more Olympian gods, almost all of them I think, and I wanted to talk about some more of them in this episode. So today, a continuation of the Olympians, along with everything else that Cupid's given us in episode three, which came out yesterday. The Olympian gods, if they are anything, are an absolute mess of ego and poor decisions. The king of the gods, Zeus, is the worst of them. Zeus is known for, basically, just cheating on his wife with literally anyone he comes into contact with. Usually women, but there's at least one young man in there to keep it fresh. Nine times out of ten, it's not exactly consensual on the part of the women or the singular man. But that is unfortunately pretty commonplace in the grand scheme of Greek mythology. Zeus is also, obviously, the one in charge, there to dole out punishments on gods and mortals. The Zeus of Cupid is no different, though we don't get too much in the way of explicit mention of his horror show levels of adultery. We do get a few choice references, though. Most importantly, Zeus is doling out punishment on Cupid, sending him down to Earth as a mortal. Something the real Olympians probably could never even fathom. It was so horrifying. Meanwhile, during the gathering of Olympians, we're also introduced to the other major Olympian gods. Apollo and Artemis, the twins, Hera, the queen of the gods and Zeus's wife, and even Hephaestus, god of the forge. Even better than the Olympians, though, is that we're introduced to the Furies. But... We'll get to them. Apollo and Artemis are the twin gods, children of Zeus and a titan goddess named Leto. Apollo is the god of, well, honestly, so many things, but to list just a few, light, music, archery. Artemis, meanwhile, is the goddess of the hunt, among a handful of other things. I've added two episodes, one devoted to each of these twins in the playlist I mentioned at the top. Hera, of course, is the queen of the gods, wife to Zeus, but mother to only a couple of his many, many, many children. Hera is also the goddess of marriage and childbirth, among other things, but unfortunately most of the stories surrounding her are typically just her punishing the women for Zeus's actions. 
it's not ideal, but it is based in the overarching issue that I face every moment that I talk about Greek mythology. The stories and versions that have passed down to us today were written by the men in charge. They weren't necessarily the original stories told among everyday people, particularly women, but they were the stories written down. That, in itself, is fascinating, and I could go on about it forever, but this is a bonus episode and I must remain brief. So, check out the Hera episode in the playlist. Now, let's talk about Hephaestus. Just a bit, because he's featured only a tiny bit in episode 2, but he's also just very cool. Hephaestus is the god of the forge. He's a creator god, a craftsman. He's built robots, if you can believe it. Well, automatons, but close enough. Technically, he's married to Aphrodite, though she isn't really a fan and much prefers Ares' volatility. She and Hephaestus have no children, which I think says a lot, given the Olympian gods. And once again, I've popped some fascinating episodes about Hephaestus into the playlist, including a two-part conversation I had all about Hephaestus as a disabled god and disabled representation in Greek myth. He's fascinating, obviously. And finally, those furies. Whew. Cupid is threatened with the Furies, and boy, are they a terrifying threat. The Furies, also called the Arenaways, are women born of bloodshed. They are some of the most horrible monsters of Greek myth. But not only that, they're also just devoted to punishment themselves. There are scary monsters in myth, and then there are the Furies. Three monstrous women with wings and snakes wrapped all around them, hissing furiously. <gasps> they're chthonic deities too, which means they're of the underworld, living deep within the earth, just biding their time until they're needed. Their entire job is to punish those who have committed the very worst of crimes. And typically in the mythology, these are crimes against one's family members, killing parents or children. Needless to say, the Furies are incredible. They are deeply cool and freaky. Now, those are the gods introduced in episode two, a continuation off of last week's bonus after show episode. But as for this week's, episode three doesn't feature many gods beyond Cupid and the ones introduced last time, which is frankly helpful in terms of this bonus content, because what it does feature are some mythological references, even Easter eggs that I want to break down for you. The episode opens with a song, because did I mention this is a rom-com featuring Cupid and also it's a musical? The fun of it! Rose, the love interest and the woman whose name is an ode to Cupid's true Greek name, Eros, sings of plants, of flowers, and her song features a name you might have found familiar, Circe. Rose sings of Circe's mandragora root, a reference to the goddess Circe known for her skills in witchcraft. Circe is the witch goddess from Homer's Odyssey and one of the epic's most interesting characters. 
She is everything. She transforms men into pigs when they threaten her, and she gets exactly what she wants from Odysseus. And, well, she's a witch who can brew a hell of a potent potion. Mandrake, or Mandragora, is a plant that's deeply ingrained in ancient and pre-modern ideas of witchcraft. And for more on the badassery that is Cersei, check out the episode in the playlist. Another subtle reference I really appreciated, which honestly might not have even been on purpose at all, is a line by Dionysus when Cupid encounters him down on Earth at a fancy-schmancy Hollywood party, which is, in itself, a very Dionysian mood. Dionysus says that he hasn't heard what's happened to Cupid because he's been out of the Olympian loop. Now, this mostly just fits in with the storyline of the Cupid podcast, but it's also a subtle nod to the nature of Dionysus as an Olympian. Dionysus is, usually, one of the Olympian gods, but he's also one of the Olympians who is least associated with Olympus itself. Dionysus is a young god, while also being one of the oldest gods. He's young in the mythological chronology, and old in the chronological record of, well, Earth. His name is found in the earliest translated written language of Greece, Linear B, but in terms of the stories, he's the only god born of a mortal mother, Semele, and an Olympian father, Zeus. Dionysus travels through the east, picking up mythological connections along the way before he returns home to Greece, to Thebes, to be precise. And that's where the story I mentioned last week comes in, the one made famous by Euripides in his play called The Bacchae. Because of this, he doesn't really feature into Olympian stories. He's a bit of an outsider, almost a foreigner, doing his own thing down on Earth and wherever he might want to be at any given moment, usually followed by drunken women who are ready to orgy at any minute. So it's very fitting to have Dionysus, who is also the party god, the boozy god, being the god least associated with Olympus and most comfortable down on Earth. Very Dionysian indeed. And finally, let's end on a line Cupid says that may or may not be intended as a joke, but I'm about to make it one anyway. Cupid says to Dionysus, there aren't any heroes in hell. So let's talk about all the heroes who both lived comfortably and not so comfortably down in the underworld. Greek mythology doesn't really have a concept of hell. They have the underworld, ruled over by Hades, found deep within the earth, full of scary gods and scary monsters, but not necessarily a place for punishment. It's just where you go when you die. What they did have is Tartarus, a deep, dark pit-slash-personified primordial god. There might not be any distinct heroes in Tartarus, but there sure are heroes in the underworld. Hades' realm. There's a tradition in Greek and Roman mythology called a catabasis, a descent into the underworld. It's done by Odysseus in the Odyssey, Heracles in his Twelve Labors, and Aeneas in the Aeneid. Heroes descend into the underworld where they, in the case of Odysseus and Aeneas, speak with, well, other heroes. In the Odyssey, Odysseus goes down there and has a nice chat with every one of his fellow Greek heroes who died in the Trojan War. But that's all from a tradition as old as the Odyssey. There's another that comes later in the grand scheme of ancient Greece, called the Elysian Fields. 
The concept of the Elysian Fields, or Elysium, is many hundreds of years older than the Homeric stories like the Odyssey, where Odysseus, a hero, travels to the underworld and speaks with heroes. But Elysium is the closest thing ancient Greeks had to heaven, a place where the most virtuous of the dead ended up, and the most heroic. Specifically, according to later sources, the Elysian Fields housed all the heroes, thus making them, well, not in the underworld. So essentially, that statement is both true and false, and generally just a perfect starting point. Confusing anecdotes like this is why Greek mythology is so fascinating, and why shows like Cupid can make the briefest, most seemingly inconsequential of references that end up having more nuance and context than you could ever imagine. And I mean, it's why I have this podcast. It's just so unbelievably interesting. I could talk about it forever. Ugh, nerds, both old and new, thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode all about the characters and mythological goodness in Q-Code's Cupid. Obviously, I will take any excuse to talk about mythology just a tiny bit more, particularly when I can get some fresh inspiration, like working with Cupid to look at all the little bits and pieces they've tucked into this new bit of classical reception. So thank you all for joining me, for being interested in mythology, either because you've been listening to me for ages, or because you found the Cupid show and wanted to know more. There is always something new to learn about Greek myth, the intricacies, the different versions, the what and the why. It's just endless, obviously, because I've been doing this for five years and have almost 400 episodes and I still feel like I've just scratched the surface. And speaking of, if you're new to my podcast, check out the episodes I'm running right now on Euripides' play, The Helen. <gasps> it's wild. Or if you want to make sure you're caught up before diving into that, well, maybe listen to the episodes on the Trojan War or Helen herself. Gods, there's so many options. As always, there's a Spotify playlist linked in the episode's description, the perfect place to start if you want to dive into this podcast and into Greek myth. Let's Talk About Myths Baby is written and produced by me, Liv Albert. Michaela Smith is the Hermes to my Olympians and handles so many podcast-related things from running the YouTube to creating promotional images and videos to editing and research. So much research. Stephanie Foley works to transcribe the podcast for YouTube captions and accessibility. The podcast is hosted and monetized by Acast. And finally... Another huge thank you to Q-Code for working with me on this bonus series and generally being lovely people. I am Liv and I love this shit. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. 
We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.